Welcome to Made for More podcast, where faith and personal growth converge. I'm Julia, and I'm honored to guide you on a journey of empowerment and transformation alongside our occasional co-host, Omar. We are passionate believers and advocates for unlocking your God-given full potential. Join us as we explore the intersection of faith, life, business, and relationships, igniting a fire within to embrace the truth that your life is destined for greatness. Together, we'll uncover strategies, insights, and stories that inspire and equip you to become the best version of yourself. Get ready to embark on a fulfilling quest towards personal and professional fulfillment, guided by faith and the unwavering belief that you, my friend, are made for more. Recording in progress. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of Julia Keeps It Real. And you guys, we are in for a treat today. I mean, a lot of you guys, my followers, people that have known me for a while know that when it comes to like my love life, I'm pretty private. But I just recently, um, you know what the the young folks call a soft launch. I did a little soft launch and then I did a hard launch and um, posted a picture on my social and um, showed my boyfriend. And then I thought, you know what? Let's bring him on the podcast. Let's bring him on Julie Keeps It Real because he has some wisdom. And I thought it would be great. And he said, okay. So we are gonna, we're gonna chat it up and we're just gonna have a real honest conversation. You know how we do. Julia Keeps It Real, but any of my guests I bring on, y'all know that it's a very real, um, not, um, it's like an interview style, but just a real great conversation. Um, but with this, before I bring on Omar, I want y'all to know, like, I really said, okay, it's going to be a pretty dominant, I mean, men listening too, but pretty dominant women audience, right? So like, if you're talking to women, what would you want women to know? And one thing that he mentioned was about grace. And I said, that's such a beautiful topic, right? Because so many women need that reminder. So before we get into it, I just kind of want to give you the topic, but I'm just going to let Omar introduce himself. So what's hey. going on, everybody? <laughs> like, uh, this is an exciting time. I thank Julia for at least having me on here and getting to meet her audience and getting to talk with you guys. And so I'm really excited to be on. And um, honestly, this is going to be my first podcast. So I'm excited to do this and uh, just to maybe be able to bless somebody by what I am able to say and hopefully. Uh, you'll be able to apply it to your life and be able to go from there. So thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. We love it. We love it. And um, I know some people are like, how did y'all meet and all the things. So we'll just do a quick little, we'll do a quick little blurb about how we met. And honestly, I tell people all the time, like, how, do, how does anybody meet in this point of life and you're, when you're older? Like, it's hard to meet people besides through mutual friends, right? Or yes. online. <laughs> it really is. It really is. You know, that, uh, you know, nowadays it's easier to meet somebody because unless you're meeting them at work, you meet them at church, you meet them at something like that, you've got to find a different way. And so I uh, met Julie on Hinge and honestly, we went out on uh, one of our first dates and it was amazing because we were talking about some stuff and I remember we both are Motown people and I remember I said something about Michael Jackson, who I'm a huge fan of, so don't knock me on that, but if you do, <laughs> uh, whatever, I love Michael. Um, anyway, especially Jackson 5, but anyway, I said something to her about it, and she's like, oh no, I like Motown, and I like Michael Jackson, I was like, no, do you really? Like, do you really? And she was like, no, I do, and I was like, okay, okay. 
I was like, this girl's cool. I was like, I don't know what God was doing at the time, but obviously he was aligning something and I'm thankful that he did. And um, we've been, we met through Hinge and it's been amazing. It's been beautiful ever since. Yeah. I think that I taught, I told him that they're like little God winks during our first date, because from then on, we kind of were like, are you, is this, is this really real? Um, because all of y'all know how much I love personal development and how much I love doing this and how I literally do it for fun. And this podcast is for fun. And literally I asked him, I'm like, what do you like to do for fun? He's like, um, I love to personally develop for fun. I'm like, did you like go read my bio? Did you like, like, I don't know. I'm like, I feel like you're the male version of me. This is crazy. So um, yeah, it, we're, we've been hinged ever since. Yes, we have. <laughs> but uh, all right, let's get into it. We are here because we got some topics. Our conversation, I guess, will be, like I said, about grace. Yes. And um, I thought it was really cool because he said it's a reminder. I asked him, what's something that you have to be reminded of because we're like, what would we, what would we talk about, right? What would be something we could bless people with? What's a reminder? What's some a tip, advice that we would want people to to walk away from this conversation? And I, and then just a great way to figure that out was I asked him, well, what's something that you need? Like, what's a reminder you need? And he's like, Grace, like I need to be reminded about Grace. Um, so just kind of tell us how you got to that like thought process. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, just a little bit about me. Um, I was raised in church. My dad was pastor. And so for me, church was just something that I always knew. I was just, um, it was a part of my life. Um, and so although church was a part of my life, I felt like disobeying God's laws and being obedient was like the number one thing. And it still is. And I don't say that to uh, devalue that. But I also felt like I almost did it in a legalistic way. I was like, man, if I don't obey God, then he's not going to do anything for me. If, if I am uh, disobeying God, then he's just going to strike me down. And I had this very wrong viewpoint of who God was. And what really changed for me is understanding grace. And why I say that was grace was the undeserved um, favor of God, the undeserved kindness of God. And when you truly understand the undeserved aspect of that, like it, it's right there in the, the title. You didn't do anything to deserve God's grace. You didn't do anything to um, value God's grace, but he still shows it unto you. He still blesses you. He still shows that favor unto you. And so I think one of the things that really struck me was, yes, do I still need to obey God? Yes. I'm not going to say that. Do I still need to obey the spirit? Yes, because God's ways are higher than my ways. His thoughts are higher than my thoughts. But if we do it in a way that we're just doing it to check off something on a checkbox and say, oh, look, I did that. And we're not like honestly doing it out of a love for God, then we can make it very legalistic. We can make it all about um, just works instead of living in a place of, man, God, I receive your grace. I receive your love, even though like I know I'm not perfect. I know I still you know, will mess up. But the receiving of God's grace is something that I really want you guys to catch because that's a big thing like that has happened in my life. And it's really set me free to do some of the things that I think God has called me to do. Yeah, I love that. And I feel like, especially as women, again, like I said, I know a lot of women listen in, like, and I'm not a mom, but I, I do know working with a lot of women in a school system and feel like I'm a mom of 700 kids every day, right? But like, I feel like women tend to, um, fall under the like I'm not a good mom right like you or you are just stressed being a mom and you don't give yourself enough grace of like okay I 
I know I should be doing this and doing this. Or you see that other mom, like, wow, she has it all put together because she's got, I only have one kid, but she's got three. And she's able to do this and this and this and this. Or I, I'm maybe, maybe you're not a mom, but you're a wife, but you see this wife is doing all these amazing things for her husband. Like you fall into that comparison trap. And I know men do it too, but I feel like women, for some reason, we just want to be able to be that super woman, right? Um, that's just in our DNA. This is what we're wired to be. We, we were built and made to be a helpmate. And so I think it's just something that is in us to be in that comparison spiral there at the same time, because you want to be so great, right? And then on top of that, you beat yourself up because you're thinking, I'm not able to do this, or I'm not able to do that, or maybe I'm not good enough at this. It goes back into that trap of, or even your your um, your what if it's, even if it's not the the wife the uh, mom just the sense of trying to do things great like if you're a person like me and you're a high achiever you're a businesswoman and you want to do really well in those things you have to give yourself grace in that as well and so the more that you allow God to do him and you to do the giving the grace of like I can't do it all I can't do it I, I'm not God. And allow the grace that he has already given you, like Omar is saying, is so important. And so I just kind of want you to, to talk about, like, I, whenever you mentioned grace, I was like, I want you to think about the question. This is like, like, whenever you think about a topic, I always think about, like, there, there'll be some questions I might ask. And one of the questions I asked him is, like, and this is, to me, a little, a little deep and thought-provoking question that I think Holy Spirit just, like, put upon me to ask, like, what happens when we as women, we as men, you know, listening into what happens when we don't allow ourselves to give ourselves grace? You know, I think that's a really good question. First of all, I think that when we don't allow ourselves to give us ourselves grace, we start performing. We get into this performance based aspect of like, hey, if I'm not going to allow myself to receive grace, then we start trying to outperform, as you were saying earlier about hey, like somebody, and we start comparing, and that performance, ultimately, what it does, I believe, is it, it, it makes us feel like we have to earn something with God. It makes us feel like, like, I have to earn his love. I have to earn his forgiveness. I have to earn something from him. But the thing about grace is you didn't earn it in the first place. You didn't earn his love. You didn't yes. earn his forgiveness. He was freely given that. And it kind of reminds me of like, sometimes we are as people, we're so easy to give grace, mm -hmm. but it's hard for us to receive grace. So and so like one of the things that I think when we start trying to do things is I don't want us to turn it into a performance of like, oh, well, I have to do all this stuff to actually get God's like grace, forgiveness, all the things that I just talked about. But I just want you to receive those things because the receiving of a gift is exactly that. You have your hands out, you receive that gift because it's been a free gift to you. Now, that takes me to something else that I wanted to talk about in grace, actually, is that although grace is a free gift to you, it did cost. And um, I just want you to also understand that like grace isn't one of those things of, oh man, I, I'm just going to keep on going back to the things that I've always done. And that's like a very cheap grace. Um, I think that grace is costly, cost Jesus. And um, I think that because of that, we live in a grace of like, hey, like, thank you, Jesus, for what you did for me. I'm not going to keep going back and back and back to the thing that I kept doing. Even if you do, the grace is still there for you. But that's not really what I 
in my eyes see as what grace is. And so I don't want it to be a performance. I want it to be something that you're able to accept um, and really receive. And so I, to, to someone needs to hear that this, in this, receive it, really receive it as a gift being passed down upon you. And sometimes you have to just sit there with your hands wide open and just say, God, I receive your grace. I receive it. And, and just like, just open your arms and open your hands and just say, I receive your grace because I had to do that in my life. And at times I'm not say I'm perfected in it at, at all, but I do think that there's times where I'm like, Hey, I got to continue to be like that and just be real. So. Yeah. So like, what would you say is like, um, for somebody that's like really like new to this, like, what would you say is like, the definition of grace? You know, I, I think one of the best. Uh, or like receiving it or like, what does it feel like or look like after you've been like, okay, God, like I'm opening this up. I'm asking like, and I'm going to receive it. Like, what is it to you? Like, how do how do, how is it different? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think that, I think it changes how you view uh life in general i mean i think that for someone who's received it they're able to walk in more freedom i think with uh compared to someone who's still trying to fight for it in a sense um i think that for somebody who's new in all this like i think it's gonna take just a little bit because one of the things about like is getting something like that you don't deserve Mm. and a lot of times we think of our own failures. We think of everything that we've done wrong. And we're like, man, I don't deserve that. Yeah, that's right. But that is also grace. And so for somebody who's new in it, I think something that you can, uh, as you think about it is I get it. I've been there like, man, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve that. But yes, but here, that's, that's why it's grace. I, it's kind of hard to explain it, but I'm trying to get someone to see what I'm talking about because it is hard to sometimes explain, but once you receive it, you know what it's like, you know how it feels. And so um, it's just, it's something amazing. Yeah, that's good. And I think for me, like whenever you just allow um, the grace of God to just, to come in and you just allow the grace to happen, like you, like you said, the freedom, it's like you, I think like you were saying, basically, again, if you're going through the comparison and, and all that, and or you're in the, the, head, the mindset of um, performing and things like that, you're no longer doing those things because you're in the space of, no, I, I've, I've, I have the grace. I don't need to perform anymore because God has given me this and I have, I, I don't, I don't deserve it, but I'm, I'm good where I'm at. So I don't know. I just think that people need to realize that it's not something you have to perform. It's not something you have to do. It kind of somehow, like, I don't know why, um, like the episode of rest um, kind of ties into this. Like you've already been given rest. You don't have to perform for it. You don't have to do more for it. Like God's given you rest and then you can, you know, continue to work. It's the same thing with grace. Um, Another thing that I think about with this is if we don't, allow grace to come into our life that's why we have so many mental problems in the world and a mental crisis because of the wanting to perform wanting to go 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 and do 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 and I think that's something that is important to kind of remember to give yourself grace um that you you won't do it all perfectly we're not 
we're not meant to be perfect people. Um, there's only one per perfect person that's walked this planet and we all know who that is. And so I don't know, I think that that's just something I wanna just mention that there's a reason for grace because if we don't allow God to grace to come over in our lives, then you'll just keep being in that mental mindset. And that can be something that's bad for us to get into. I wanted to also just kind of like piggyback off of what you're saying, because I just felt like, you know, we look at the book of John. And one of the things that we see in the book of John is Jesus came in both grace and truth. And so one of the things that like, he came in both of them. Like he didn't come in one or the other, he came in both. And so one of the things that I was just thinking about as, you know, I was hearing you like explain that so beautifully is that like, sometimes we live in this thing of like, well, Jesus is mad at me. Jesus is upset at me. He, uh, you know, he knows everything I've done and he knows my sin. He knows my failures. He knows all this. And so what we try to do is because he does know it, we try to like perform our way to his goodness. We try to perform our way to his heart. We try to perform our way to forgiveness. We try to perform our way to everything. And what Jesus came before you could do anything, before you did any sin, before you messed up the first time, the next time, before you mess up tomorrow or in the future, he still came in grace and truth. He still came in love. He still came and gave you grace before you did anything. So that's when I say like, Jesus is the embodiment of grace. If you read through scripture, you'll see that when he encounters the woman at the well, when he encounters anybody, he doesn't point out all their, like he might talk about something that they've done, but he still shows grace unto them. And so for me, that's one of the things that I, I just really have been encouraged with when I think about grace and why I said, what's something I need is because Jesus already can see all of my mistakes. He already sees everything that I've done, but he still leads with me and with you with grace first. And then he also does speak truth, but he still leads you in a place of you leading away being like, man, like he really does love me. He really does care about me. And I think that that's why if you can accept that, you won't per try to be performing your way to a place of, well, I got to prove myself. I got to prove this. I got to prove that. I got to prove that I'm the best. And I got to prove this to my family. I got to prove that my business is going to be successful. I got to prove that my family is, I'm not a failure to my family. I got to do so many other things, but I'm just saying like, just like, like Julia just said, just rest in the truth that he loves you. And there's grace for you, even on your mistakes that you've done, will do, and we'll continue to do in the future because there's still grace for you there. So. so good. So good. And God's so good. We hope that this episode blesses you. And um, honestly, I, I love this conversation. And the cool thing about this is it can be applied to your life. It can be applied to your business. I mean, obviously your life, but it can also be applied to your business mm -hmm. as well, like you're just saying. So um, we hope that this blesses you. Thank you for being on. This will not be your, right. your last time on. We're going to. Yes, I'm excited. This has been it's quite a, a fun experiment, but also really fun to do. And I really pray that somebody is blessed through this and that you guys really enjoy this. All right. That's it. You say bye. Oh, all right. <laughs> My bad. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye.